Heed my warning, good people of Astoria. So saith Romans, chapter 1, verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Sometimes, places are not where they appear to be. People are not always the same person you think they are. And sometimes, dreams walk amongst us. It's late in the evening on June 7, 1937. It's the night before Newt is set to meet T.A. and Anderson in the meadow in Melville. He is alone, sitting outside his secluded cabin on Saddle Mountain. He's drinking whiskey from a large jug and talking to himself. I can't do this. I can't go tomorrow. I can't. I can't. I wish. I wish. Oh, Lord, why me? Oh, Danny boy, they'll just hurt me. Call me Sheep Boy. Danny, why didn't you stay? Why didn't I leave? Sheep Boy. You need to get going soon. Damn you, woman. Get out of my head. It's time to start making your way to the meadow. It's time. No. I don't wanna. It's gonna turn out bad. I'm not gonna do no good. I can't. I can't. Newt, you're special. You're needed. You can feel it's time. Why? Why me? I'm nobody. I can't do nothing. Because you're very special. You've been chosen, Newt. This is your destiny. You've been touched for a very special purpose. You're the only person for this task. This is your moment to shine. What if I refuse? What if I don't go? To fail would be to choose not to go. You're needed, Newt. You lie! You're just a voice. Nothing more. You won't refuse because there's no place in heaven for you if you don't go. You're bluffing. Do not challenge me, Newt. Ah! Ah! I can summon lightning from heaven above to strike the earth. I can just as easily strike you instead. Who are you? I'm Sister Rachel. Scarlet's heir. Pale cap ho. I don't want to die. Newt, you have many more years ahead of you. Now gather yourself and start towards the meadow. I understand. Newt, when you see the girl, go to her. Well... Who's that against the tree over there? It appears to be Newt. Honestly, T.A., 
What purpose does that drunken sod actually serve? He may very well be the catalyst. In that condition? His mere presence is all that's needed. How long do we have until the eclipse begins? Roughly about two hours. Then let's get this equipment set up. Should we wake Newt? We'll wake him closer to the time. It's a little after 12.30 p.m. in the meadow in Melville. The Great Eclipse of 1937 is approximately 11 minutes from maximum eclipse. Although not visible in the Pacific Northwest, our scientists believe the event and the date are significant. Anderson has just finished connecting the Cora decoder when a figure appears out of the woods. Good day, gentlemen. Lovely day for an eclipse. What the? Mr. Frederick, what a surprise. Anderson, who is this? So very sorry. We've yet to meet. I'm John Frederick, a photographer and journalist for the Astorian Gazette. Photographer? I'm afraid you'll be quite disappointed then, as the eclipse will not be visible from our location. That is disappointing. What are you gentlemen hoping to see then? Trenton, we haven't much time. We need to proceed immediately. Excuse me. I'm a member of the press, and I have a- Yes, we must proceed. Mr. Frederick, please, this is not a safe place for you to be, and our equipment is quite sensitive. Please, for your own safety, I have to ask that you vacate the meadow. Oh, then shall I take the drunk with me? You don't start walking, I'll point you where you stand. Drunk and disorderly is still your favorite tune, sheep boy? T.A., we must proceed now. Very well. Stay out of the way, John, and no photographs. God damn it! We said no photographs. Anderson, where do you want me? Right there. Frederick, get the hell out of the way. Anderson secured the last of the power cables to the core decoder and engaged the power. The truckload of wet battery cells crackled and began to hum. Trenton places Newt in a safe position, then turns to the reporter. Not one picture. Damn it, Frederick! Sorry, trigger fingers. Trenton. We are at zero hour. It is exactly 12.40. We are at maximum eclipse. Engage the core decoder, now. Engaged at full capacity. Anderson flipped the switches to the on position, but nothing happened. In his haste, he failed to connect the last control cord. He frantically tries to find the cable in, but is suddenly blinded by a large sphere of white light, 12 feet in diameter. When he regains sight, he sees T.A. locked into a rigid standing pose, his arms straight down the sides of his body. He is facing the ball of light. Then, as if his arms are magnetic and the ball of light steel, his arms spring towards the ball and a ray of light connects to him, illuminating his body. Trenton! Right before Anderson's very eyes, Trenton begins to levitate several feet off the ground. The reporter starts snapping photos of the event. I'm getting this on film. Pulitzer for sure! John fires off as many photos as he can. Then the orb of light begins revealing an image. There before them is the long-lost Adair girl, Estelle. She is standing in her school clothes, soaking wet. It's that girl! The missing one! Estelle! Estelle Adair! Sweet Jesus. It's Estelle Adair. I'm coming for you! Newt, no! Stop! Stay away! In an instant, Newt ran to Estelle, running directly into the orb. As he enters the orb, the image vanishes in a loud clap of thunder. The ground beneath their feet begins to violently shake, and suddenly, a fissure in the earth opens. John Frederick screams as he falls into the crevice, which swallows him, camera and all. Anderson watches in stunned disbelief as the ground returns to its natural state, minus John. The meadow is now left in dead silence, Newt gone, Trenton unconscious on the ground. Trenton! Trenton! Oh, God. 
What has happened? Trenton! Wake up! Oh my god! Trenton! Suddenly, out of the corner of his eye, Anderson takes notice of a woman standing next to him. Shh! Calm yourself, Anderson. All is well. Fear not. Trenton is fine. Who are you? Anderson, I am Rachel. What on earth? What has happened? What happened to him? The core decoder. How do you know my name? I know everyone's name. I'm the voice that Trenton and Newt speak of. Anderson, you are a witness to an event that started many millennia ago. Your instincts are correct regarding Trenton and Newt. There are many portals and passages. This is one of them. You do not need your contraption to access them. You only need an empath. In this case, you had two. But what is this? Newt, where's Newt? The reporter. Newt is where he's supposed to be at this very moment. The reporter's gone. He will be of no further bother. All of this is unimportant at this time. Time is running out, Anderson. This portal will be closing soon and will not reopen for another 21 years. Though your apparatus is impressive, it failed. It was Newton Trenton that opened up the portal. You're the voice. They're empaths. Many people depend on the goodness of others. They need the love, kindness, and stability of others. Disrupting this particular portal could bring the end of human kindness. This portal could bring forth other things, darker things. Other planes. We saw into the other planes. Anderson, listen to me. This event will end momentarily. This is why you're here. This is why we're all here. You are here to protect. To protect humanity at all costs. That is your priority. Listen to Trenton. You are a protector. Time is running out. Whatever you do, beware the two gentlemen named Dale.